Botala Energy Country Manager Modisana Botsile joins me in the Proactive Studio today to speak about the local relationships the company has built as it continues its aim to provide Botswana with access to affordable and reliable energy. Modisana, good to see you. Thank you, Jonathan. I'm happy to be here this morning. Now, how have you managed to build relationships in Botswana? And what's the key to bringing local community communities on board and with what you're trying to achieve? Yeah, maybe it, it might be worth it just to give you uh, the, the background of uh, the area that you are operating in. And let me start by introducing myself. My name's like you said, Jonathan is Mudisana Butzile. I'm the country manager for Botala Energy. Um, just as a way of background, I've worked for multinational companies um, and also uh, the government and uh, the government of Botswana. And um, that actually uh, in, uh, exposed me or gave me a skills to be able to do, to interact with the community as you can understand that the government is more socially ori oriented. So, yeah. So we are operating in an area called Soroe. Soroe is, uh, is in the central district in Botswana. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's the capital of the central district and a commercial hub for, the, for, 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 for that region. So um, basically what we are doing in, uh, in, in Soroe uh, as, as, as a company, we, we try to, to, to employ more women because as you, as you can understand, uh, especially in Africa, women are, uh, are underprivileged as uh, compared to, to men. So that actually helps as a, as a company just to, to upkeep them or bring them or for them to benefit economically so that they can uh, uh, be good participants in the, in, the, in the community. The, the women, they're part of the local uh, farming community. Um, how do you go about, I guess, building that relationship uh, and, and the relationship, I guess, with, with, with the whole of the community um, in terms of getting them on board with, with what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve? Yeah. Um, you know, um, uh, we, it's, uh, we start with... Uh, we started with uh, what is called um, because uh, environmental approvals uh, through environmental approvals. Some what we had to do was also to to engage with the community, consultation with the community, and um, this this is in two parts, uh, Jonathan. Um, first, you have the community that lives around the area. That is, uh, uh, in particular, we we have uh, villages, small villages uh, like uh, Mohorosi and Tabala. So those um, you get a lot of uh, low socioeconomic uh, uh, in uh, in those areas. So what do we will do? Like okay, a case in point. Now um, we are laying down a, a, a liner evaporative for for our evaporative pond. What we took a, a conscious decision just uh, to engage a ten only women team to do the lay down of uh, of that uh, liner. But the reason why I've said is in two parts. And then we have the farmers mm. that we use, that actually we are exploring in their land. Uh, according to the Mines and Minerals Act, and also the, the Land Act, the surface rights belongs to the farmers. And us as the, as, as the miners, we only get uh, 
what is below the ground. So, but as you can understand, for you to get to below the ground, you have to go through the surface. So we have to, there's no way we can avoid dealing with the farmers. So what do we do? Usually before we get into the area and do exploration, we go, um, we we have a, a community realization officer who is based in Sarowe, who go around the areas, talk to the farmers, explain to, clearly to them what we want to do and also uh, answer any questions. If she cannot answer any questions, some of the questions are very technical for her. She will escalate it through the, the company up to the CEO level if need be. But what we have done with the farmers also, um, as a as a as a good neighborly citizen to them, we have um when uh there are two farmers in particular that we we thought uh, we were doing a lot of work uh, in that area, so we have drilled water boreholes for each of those farmers as appreciation. But it's not it's not really enshrined in the in the in the act that we should uh, be paying to to do exploration. Uh, if ever we explore and then we get to a point whereby we, now we say, okay, now we want to mine. And then that's when uh, we have to approach uh, the land board and the land board to say, no, now we need the surface. And then the land board, there's a procedure in place of how they will approach the farmers. But so far, so good. Uh, we have good relationships uh, with the farmers and the community that we, we are doing exploration of. So Marisana, was it difficult to, um, I guess, Get them to see what you were doing and and how it would benefit them. Um, it was not really uh, that difficult, you know. The what the underlying um, um thing was uh, that means that as as is it is it easy for us was because you had to educate them. You can you can imagine uh, CBM called bed methane is very foreign in uh, in Botswana. Uh, in Botswana, Botswana is used to the hard rock your hard rock minerals like your diamonds, like your coppers. So. Uh, CBM and also the, there are some perceptions around the CBM, environmental perceptions and all that. So uh, we sat down with them, explained to them how it works and answer any questions. But once they understood how, how, how it works and also how we protect the environment and uh, and also the consultations that we did with with Department of Environment, uh, environment uh, they, 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 they understood that no. This really can um can turn Botswana, can, the gas can turn Botswana into from um from a diamond country in now into a gas country. Whatever the, the diamond did for Botswana, the gas can do it for now. Now it can take over and move forward with that. So that was very interesting. Mm. So so there will be economic benefits for uh not only uh, the local communities but but uh, the whole of Botswana. The whole of Botswana, as you can imagine, um, according to the to the Mines and Minerals Act, uh, uh, we will pay the royalties, and then you also uh, you you will uh, employ the 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 local communities, and when you employ the local communities, also there are some multipliers there because you employ somebody, and in Botswana usually when when you are employed, you feed about um, ten people, but, uh, you feed the whole family, extended family, and that's how. Uh, that, that, that's the culture. And um, so you can imagine if you employ about 500 people, you multiply by 10. So basically you feed about 5,000 people, just to give you an example. So those benefits, I mean, you mentioned the water bore there and, and those economic benefits that flow through to the community through employment. What other benefits are there for, for those communities? 
Yeah, the, the other benefits also is the is, is the infrastructure. You know, for you to develop this kind of project, also you have to put up uh, infrastructure. And uh, usually, when you put up the infrastructure, like the roads and the, the telecommunications and all that, uh, the community, the local community, will benefit on 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 it. Yeah, and also we are uh, as as a country. Um, I don't know if how much you know about Botswana, but Botswana, it's um, just to give you uh, the stats on it. It's a uh, it's it's is the least corrupt country in Botswana in Africa after after Mauritius, and um, if you look at uh, Fraser Institute uh, uh, barometers or index, Botswana is um as when you look at it uh, on the investment attractive index, it's uh, it's graded it's it's rated number ten in the world. Just to give you the comparatives, South Australia is uh, is number is number nine in the world. So you can see how outlook it is. If you look at the, the policy perception index by Fraser Institute, uh, Botswana is number two in the world, and um, South Australia is number three in the world. Just two for comparison. I'm just bringing South Australia because it's closer to home and we can uh, easily relate. It, it's interesting uh, that, that you say that because I, I don't think many people would know that uh, Botswana is that far advanced. Yes. Um, yeah. We 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 come from humble beginnings. If you look at Botswana uh, from 1966, uh, we only had about um, uh, five kilometers of tarred road. But now um, there are roads everywhere, and uh, more so. Also, we 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 give credit to to our forefathers who who saw vision. And uh, mostly, if you look at uh, African countries, when you have. Uh, when you are endowed with the minerals, instead of them bringing um, bringing developments in the country, uh, they just bring chaos. So it's the case of Africa, but in Botswana, it's a, it's a bit uh, different. So, Marasana, you've built these relationships with the the women of the communities, with the the farming communities. How do you now go about building on these relationships to make them even stronger? Um. What 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 we are doing going forward? It's um because you know I'll, I'll give you an example. We we wanted ten women just to to do this uh, this lining uh, that I was talking about the for the evaporative pond. Uh, it's a small village um, called Mohorosi, and uh, you have it's it's only a population of about maybe two two thousand people. Hmm. You had about close to three two hundred and fifty three hundred uh, women coming coming up. And um, you see, you 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 could, and we only had to get ten, and we just um, have to do a, some kind of a raffle, just pick ten out of those. So what happens to the to the rest? So going forward, what we want to do, we want to make sure that um, whatever jobs we can provide, we will go to them and get more. Uh, of course, we in future we may not only need women only, but we also need men. But this time around, we just wanted to, to just to do something to 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 uplift them. But uh, you can say maybe it's is Botala or it's couch because even if you look at our our staff complement, we have um about twelve permanent staff members, and mostly are women. So um, we are very big in women empowerment. You could say. But also over and above what we are doing, um, we are not only we are also looking at um, we are we are also uh, uh, involved in charity work. Uh, we have um, 
uh, a charity uh, uh, in, in Sorowe that we are working with is called SOS. SOS is um it's um it's a it's a charity that uh, looks after or provides uh, for the for the for the for 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 the the kids that that don't have parents or that uh, that are just about to lose parents. So what we have done, uh, small things. We have we took a position that uh, if every time when uh, one of our employees flies from Perth to to Botswana. Usually, as you can know, uh, you are provided with, uh, usually most of the airlines will provide you with two bags. They say you carry two bags. But if you are going there for, for, for two weeks, you don't need two bags. So we made it as an unwritten policy that the extra bag, you should get um, some used clothes. We are collecting some used clothes. You put yeah, extra bag will be those used clothes that you, you will, um, when you get there, we give it to to the SOS. Um, over and above, uh, last Christmas, um, our CEO went there just before Christmas, and then he was playing with the kids. Those kids, um, and then um, one of them just said to him, "No, you know, uh, we don't know what we are going to do for Christmas because uh, apparently there's no money for us to to have Christmas." And um, he just came together with his friends and some of the as employees of the companies and we put something together and then those kids have um, uh, had a very good Christmas. So the, the last one on this one, um, what we have done, uh, we have also put that, uh, out a, a GoFundMe and then we um, we are we are shipping a, a sea container about 20 foot. We are collecting uh, the toys, bicycles, uh, clothing uh, and putting together and Put into that sea container and then ship it to Botswana for the for for this uh, underprivileged kids. It sounds like great work, uh, Morisana. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Um, the lastly, what I can say, I can make an appeal to um, those who are in in Perth. If you have um, um, toys, books, uh, old ones, nice clothes that you want to donate, um, get in touch with uh, one of us in Botala and uh, we can also show you, take you, take you to, through the process and then we'll also see, you will see us uh, loading the container and then we'll also, um, I think through other avenues also, uh, uh, when we, we deliver in Botswana, we also um broadcasting uh, in our Facebooks and LinkedIn and can see the good work that we are doing for the people of Botswana, in particular, the Saroe region. Thanks, Marisana. We'll get, uh, we'll get that message out. Thank you so much, Jonathan.